Welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast uh, discussing entertainment news and reviews. Well, I fumbled. Uh, yeah, that was bad. Look, we're both late and also horrible, so it's it's fine. Yep, this, uh, is, uh, this is what we expect from us. I'm Rose Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. Batman. Matt, what should people do? Uh, like, subscribe, tell a friend. And remember when there's a recording weekend. This is important too, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry we're late. Uh, uh, it's my fault entirely my fault that's i I'm, mean you had a tournament yeah honestly sometimes you just can't get around it yeah it's not like you would have well we could have just recorded early but yeah but if we had recorded early we wouldn't have an Oppenheim trailer to talk about this is the truth so this was planned all along yep that's definitely a thing we do <laughs> uh yeah so hopefully this comes out uh today wednesday today's wednesday so hopefully it comes out tonight yep. uh gage is gonna try to get it out uh many thanks gage many yes. apologies also yep <laughs> um but hey we can continue to say that we have never missed a week this is true even if we release the episode a whole week late we have every single episode <laughs> yep go us uh so yeah matt we, we have a lot of news yeah a lot of trailers happy, happy and stuff. news week yeah so what do you want to do first? Well, go... We name dropped that Oppenheimer trailer. Should we talk well, about let's that Let's talk first? about that. Okay. Yep. So we have kind of technically two Oppenheimer trailers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, one and a half, I guess. I saw one on TikTok that was someone filming in a um, in a theater, promptly Which, downloaded gross. it. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in this specific situation, it's a little warranted. Yeah, sort of. Um, but in but general, I gross, don't do that. Promptly download it, because I knew TikTok would take it down at some point. Yep. And and we also have the other one that actually released on YouTube. Yep, the real one. The real one. Or maybe the fake one. Maybe the fake one and the real one. Oh, what if all of those shots are fake, even though half of them are the ones that were in the theater <laughs> one? <laughs> the theater one had a lot more of kind of like plot points to yeah, it. Yeah, actual stuff happening. Yeah. The... Um, the YouTube one, the general one, is... More of just a bunch of hype shots. Hype shots and a lot of just... Look at this abstract atomic imagery. Yeah. It's just kind of floating here. Yep. You want an interstellar sequel? This is as close as you're going to get. Yep. Um, I feel like this is going to be the least action-y movie. I mean, we've, kinda talk, we've already discussed that. We knew yeah. kind of that. Um, a lot more political. Um, freaking stacked cast still <sighs> blows yeah. my mind. One... Uh, kind of in the background in the dark shot of Robert Downey Jr., which I feel like is a disservice to that man, to be honest. Yeah, but we also live in the era of yellow circle trailer breakdowns. That's so true. That one second clip in the background is, is, gonna, is enough. It's <laughs> going to be a lot of thumbnails over the next couple weeks. Yep. Uh, so this seems like it's probably going to be one of those movies i think like solely i haven't seen solely but from the clips i've seen mm-hmm. where the present day is the hearing like mm-hmm. maybe congress hearing of yeah. the day and it's going to be going back and yep so which i'm i'm i mean i feel like that's the kind of way to do it because it's because of the situation that we know how it ends right and so staging it as we already know how this ends mm-hmm. here are the hidden truths behind it that People may not know about that whole situation. Yeah. The interesting thing is not the events. It's the character motivations and what led them to make certain decisions, like potentially incinerating the entire atmosphere all at once. Yeah. That was something that, uh, so we saw Einstein in the the theater trailer, but not in the YouTube trailer. Uh, Looks, I guess, like Einstein. Who is that? No idea. 
Hmm. It's probably someone in a lot of makeup that's really famous, but now I can't. Maybe that's Robert Downey Jr. <gasps> maybe the real the the shot that I saw of Robert Downey Jr. wasn't actually him. Maybe he's playing both. Maybe he's maybe, playing both. Maybe he's also playing Oppenheimer. Maybe. Oh, what, it's a Tom Hanks thing with the uh, Polar Express. Polar Express, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just him and a bunch of makeup. Uh, I will say it is still weird to see uh, Killian Murphy mm-hmm. in a role that's not a little unhinged but also he's probably going to be a little unhinged because of that whole like you're a womanizer you're a blank 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 and he's like yeah but brilliance makes up for that yeah i feel like we're gonna get some fun kind of just yeah uh disturbed intelligence yes <laughs> which will be fun uh i'm excited for that movie yeah that's what july july 23rd july 20 something 21st 21st 2023 Good. yeah so yeah no um i have some small reservations because christopher nolan's weak point has always been his sitting and talking moments mm. and if this is going to be a largely sitting and talking movie and largely character driven that really leans into his weaknesses yeah that's true but also maybe that's why he's taking on the challenge yeah he finds a story that attracts him and intrigues him and he thinks he can tell more of a character driven thing with it so yeah. and i i certainly do have faith in his capabilities as a filmmaker mm-hmm. so um yeah no i'm excited but with some slight caveats yep uh what are other movie trailers uh, uh back to, uh, across the spider-verse oh yes i don't feel like we really have a whole lot of plot stuff to talk about nope uh spider war yeah oscar isaac is angry he's angry he's we are the good guys so I'm, we int- are the good guys. I'm interested to see, it was very batman like uh i'm interested to see what that whole the 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 like kind of story behind that is mm-hmm. like yeah what is he doing that's questionable who who's the bat who is the bat do we know what they're going against i have no idea seems like Maybe they're going against 2099 <laughs> yeah no um we get a lot of spider-man Yep. And that I've seen breakdowns of it with all the whole nest of spiders, whole nest of spiders. Uh, one that I'm particularly excited is that uh, it's canon that PS4 Spider-Man is in there. Oh, nice. One of those one of those Spider-Man is in there. That's like actually him. So Sweet. that's fun. Other than that, just a whole bunch of spider people. Yep. So, uh, I, the when it comes to like the kind of feel from the trailer, it's very much the same feel from the first movie. So I'm excited. Yep. Uh, kind of that really like intense dramatic uh electronic music Mm -hmm. kind of thing um i get i feel like they're going to probably explore the same themes of a small like a little guy in a big world kind of thing where he's Mm -hmm. like can he live up to all of these um which do you think that doing that again would be kind of rehashing a story or do you think it's fair to do it again there's certainly some risk of just doing a redux of the first because the first was pretty broad reaching Mm -hmm. in a lot of elements you know get a lot of the villains and Mm -hmm. a lot of multiverse stuff right out of the way and then kind of some of the the classic hero coming into his own story yep um yeah so the second one it looks like there's definitely gonna again have to be some of that Mm -hmm. necessarily um but i'm hopeful they'll find ways to work around it um do things like uh you know a good one for a sequel is always he's out on his own but he's um and he's getting things figured out but he gets too confident and starts making mistakes mm. re luke skywalker yeah in empire yep and if you can get someone in that situation you can explore some new thematic ground while still yeah hitting a lot of the familiar beats 
Sounds good. So we'll see. What else? What other movies? I don't think we have a whole lot of... Did we get any other movie trailers in that? I don't think so. I think it's just the... We got um, some other oh, new- the Barbie. Oh, yeah. We got a Barbie teaser, which <laughs> is just Barbie, but 21 Space Odyssey. 21. 2001. 21, 21 Space... 21 Jump Street. Yeah. 2000... 2001, a Jump Street Odyssey. <laughs> That's the crossover we want to see. We need see. that. Yep. <laughs> uh, the, the credits to... 22 Jump Street didn't go far enough to do that one. <laughs> um, not a whole lot to talk about, but we got to... It seems like it's going to be very, like, tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, kinda, snarky, satirical yeah. kind of thing, which is what that movie kind of needs to be. Yeah, without being, like, weird and... Yeah. Because like, it's for adults. And also, it's Margot Robbie. Yeah. I can't imagine her being in a movie that's just, like, straightforward and reverent to itself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't really work with that, does she? Yeah, has she been in any movies that she that her character is like, cl- I guess classy? Because <laughs> the movies that come to mind are Harley Quinn, I Tanya, and uh, um, Wolf, Wall, Wolf Street. Wall Street. Yeah, I mean, I know she's been in a lot of other movies. Yeah, no, she's been in other stuff, but her her big roles do have quite a bit of snark to them. Yeah, yep. So this will be fun. Yep. Uh, Kaylin will probably hate it because she loves Barbie. Ah. So maybe maybe she'll love it. Who knows? Uh, other movie big news is it has been confirmed that Henry Cavill is out as Superman. Yeah, so it turns out that DC stands for Disaster and Chaos. So here's... I, I'm going to push back on this. Okay, please I, do. I've said it a lot. It's not a secret that I do love Henry Cavill as Superman. I mm-hmm. love... He's the perfect person for that Superman. And we've heard a little bit of news about what james gunn superman movie is going to look like Mm -hmm. um what i think is happening right now is that he is doing what needs to be done what james gunn is doing is need to be needs to be done for him to do his job effectively Mm -hmm. he cannot he came into this and we all had the assumption and i think dc kind of maybe alluded to it maybe but we're kind of quiet about like they hired him and i think pretty much all the news that came out about him in this position was all speculation from reporters and uh, fans. The assumption was that he is going to try to take the franchise that exists and make it work. I think he's just like, I need to start from scratch. Yeah. There's not making this work. Cleaning house a little bit. Um, Sure. Which I think is a great idea. Okay. Because you take, Black Adam, you take the Wonder Woman movies and you take Suicide Squad, which are all kind of supposed to sort of be in the same universe Mm -hmm. and they contradict each other a lot. Yeah. Like Marvel (laughs) movies contradict each other a little bit, but you can kind of like ignore them a little bit. But this one, like there are blatant like, oh, superheroes didn't exist until Superman showed up. But what about Wonder Woman and also the Justice Society and Black Adam? Like that's apparently a problem with Black Adam. All these things. And it's just, you, you can't. And also, it's so, like, they're just, there wasn't a vision, and you can't force those into a vision now. Mm-hmm. You got a whole lot of square pegs and round holes yeah. going on with that. Okay. All and right. also, so not just taking that from a logistic standpoint, mm-hmm. and also taking James Gunn from an arti- uh, a creative and artistic standpoint, mm-hmm. This is not his universe. No. Like, it's what his 
style his style is guardians of the galaxy and uh uh suicide squad right and marvel is at least broadly thematically or tonally similar yeah like it, maybe not from iron man to infinity war but the tone shift from in like chunks there. of five yeah, years yeah. fits sure um and you need that and you can't take black adam and suicide squad and the other suicide squad and like kind of make <laughs> them that one exists <laughs> make them all the same thing <laughs> and i think he just and also like just they don't they deviate from the comics a lot mm-hmm. not only in the same way that marvel deviates from the comics of just different stories and slightly different characteristics they change a lot of things about the characters. Yeah. You take something like Suicide Squad and also from what I hear Guardians of the Galaxy to a pretty good extent, James Gunn is loyal to the comics, at least in a lot of thematic and characterizations. Mm-hmm. And I think he wants to stay with that. Yeah, okay. And so all of that said, and also with looking back at my Suicide Squad, James Gunn Suicide Squad review, I love james gunn for comic book movies mm-hmm. because he read them growing up yeah he he's not the person who has been assigned a movie and then he goes and like reads comics rapidly to try to like understand what's going on mm-hmm. he has decades of knowledge and passion for these kinds of movies mm-hmm. and it really showed in suicide squad yep, whether or not you true. enjoyed it because of it's like it's humor or like gore or right. whatever like the story like if you have read those comics, which I have read those Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad comics, he was really loyal to it, and you can feel the passion for mm-hmm. that art. I am insanely excited about what he's about to start doing. Okay, he's obvious. He's I think he has confirmed. Like I'm not touching the Matt Reeves Batman. Good. Like I, that's the only. That's my only demand. I think the plan. Again, speculation, because he's being real close to the chest. Yeah, he probably still has to figure a lot of things out. That's true. He's probably had a bunch of ideas in the back of his head, and now he's like, I got to write all these down. sort these out. (laughs) He's got like a giant wall of just like red lines. and just like (laughs) digging sticky notes out of his desk that he wrote six years ago. And he was like, what if Superman, but he had a butt for a face. (laughs) And then he throws that away. (laughs) Uh, I... I, I feel like what he's probably going to do is try to have a small universe mm-hmm. of shared movies and just keep it tight for now. Okay. I think he knows that's, that's where Mar- point, that's yeah. where Marvel succeeded. That's where Dis- DC failed. And uh, so what he said about the Superman, uh, I haven't seen him say this, but I've seen the resulting reports about this, mm-hmm. is that he wants to start with a Superman younger, Okay, which Henry Cavill is not young. He's what, like in the mid forties at this point? Something, yeah. Um, a younger kind of bright-eyed, confused Superman that's yeah. not angsty. <laughs> yeah, we can do sort of a Superman for four seasons yeah. style, uh, or Superman for all seasons. Yep, four seasons. Four seasons. <laughs> Dude, if that Superman movie had Vivaldi in it, that would be hilarious. And it was just like a for all seasons. Uh, I'm excited for that. I don't think we've seen. A young Superman in movie form. We've seen. We had Smallville. We had Smallville, but that's a kid Superman before being Superman. Mm-hmm. That is a kid with powers exploring being like a kind of. It's also CW. Right. Which was good, but it was still kind of like soap opera format. Yeah. Um, 
and it wasn't really Superman. Yeah. From what I've seen, I've only seen a couple, like a season and a half. And we've seen Superman as an adult coming to the world. Right. But uh, there are a lot of really good comics of Superman as a 18 year old Mm -hmm. deciding to be a super like be a guy like the uh, the new yeah. 52 does a really interesting job where he's like he has the logo and he just goes to a t-shirt shop mm-hmm. and he's like hey can i buy one of these like just with this logo on it he's like yeah sure and then huh. he like it gets destroyed uh-huh. and then he goes back and he's like can i have like a hundred of these and he's like yeah and he's like uh i'm opening a store or whatever mm-hmm. and then it's funny because then he like so he's known as a young like as a kind of a young adult with who wears a t-shirt like so everyone knows mm-hmm. superman now because yeah. after he's gone through 100 shirts and every single shirts printing store says they're the original superman shirt printer <laughs> and it's a hilarious little just a little bit uh, yeah no that's it um bit. yeah and the the thing i like about this is the the superman is a young man is this actually has some very socially relevant themes because we're getting a lot of young people that come up and kind of don't know what they want to do yeah don't know they, they want to affect some sort of change in the world or something mm-hmm. or do something but they just they don't know what to do yeah uh, they're the world is complex and terrifying and mm-hmm. they don't understand it um and so that could be something that would really speak to people yeah if they lean into that yep so i'm i'm in, i'm excited and interested to see what james gunn does um i think because also part of this other news is that wonder woman 3 has been axed Mm-hmm. Uh, which we hadn't talked about yet right um which again i think that's playing into this i need a clean slate these movies are fine as they stand let's just let's let it breathe i'm excited to see what he does uh i think it's going to be a couple of years before we actually really know what he's going for mm-hmm. um i have a feeling over the course of 23 we'll start seeing i think he's going to do what dc is terribly at where he just doesn't say what he's going to do mm-hmm. for a while until he's like really sure because dc just mm-hmm. kept doing this like i think i was talking to kaylin about this uh and she didn't care um <laughs> dc so so far dc has not had a person who's the movie in charge like in charge of the movies it has been the creative director so Je- jeff johns right has been credited for like being chief creative officer. same with uh, jim lee so you have all these people who know how the comic industry works mm-hmm. and they've been approaching looking back like it, it re- retrospectively they've been doing what comics do mm-hmm. which is hey we have all these ideas let's do them like let's yeah. just say we're gonna do them yeah and that's what happened with like the new 52 and that flopped and like yeah. they so they've kind of toned that back down but they were like it'd be cool to have a blue uh blue beetle movie except i think that one's actually happening is it still happening i think that one is well we'll see with james gunn but yeah okay. um but yeah, um, they just like scatter shot, but then mm-hmm. the movie industry doesn't work that way, mm-hmm. and so you have all the—they're trying to approach the movie industry like the comic industry, and that does not; those don't right. <laughs> uh, translate. And so I think James Gunn recognizes that. Maybe, maybe he doesn't recognize that, and just what he's doing happens to fit this explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, I, I'm, we're gonna get a lot of radio silence from DC. With the exception of cut movies. <laughs> Watch James Gunn come to a press conference next week and be like, here's 38 movies that we're going to be doing over the next 12 years. God, I hope he doesn't do that. Because <laughs> he's never been a kind of person who just says, like, at least as far as I know, like, what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I mean, yeah, he talks like a little bit about what he wanted to do with the Guardians franchise moving forward, but it's... But that's also a franchise he's already got yeah. and has been working on and already has studio backing. Yep. Um, we'll, there's a lot of we'll see. I, yeah, I, I, I have nothing else. Yep. I'm excited. A lot of people are not. A lot of people are worried that James Gunn's like ruining, like you were like... Uh, <laughs> disaster and chaos. Disaster and chaos. I mean, which is kind of honestly exactly what that universe needs. Yeah something to shake it up a little bit yeah but yeah we'll kind of we'll see how it goes i am very sad to see henry cavill go yeah i'll say that uh i heard rumors a lot of people in the world in the world of that are not happy with how dwayne johnson has been behaving Mm. with all of this interesting um apparently he refuses to be in shazam okay uh because i Basically, the gist that everyone's getting from how he behaves with, like, how he's behaved with how this with this movie being developed mm-hmm. is like he wants to be Dwayne Johnson in a superhero movie, mm-hmm. and from the move, from what I hear about the movie, that's pretty much what that is. Yeah. Um. He, there was something he said in an interview that was basically one of kind of the reasons Henry Cavill left. Because they left on good mm-hmm. terms, like because it was a Henry Cavill and James Gunn had a conversation about it, uh-huh. um, and like they kind of left it open for future. Like he's not just out forever and never coming back. Yeah. Um, he said they said they've got some good ideas uh, for maybe the future, but like right now it's just not the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not uh, you, it's me, Henry. Lou <laughs> uh, Gavin, Lou Evans, Liam Hemsworth. Good lord. Luke <laughs> Evans is another person who kind of reminds me of Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Liam Hemsworth really quickly went to check that he signed the contract with The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> um but I I think I've heard that like kind of Dwayne Johnson is a little bit responsible for a little bit of turmoil mm. behind the scenes of DC. Okay. That's unfortunate. Yep. Um caught between a rock and a hard place, ew. you might say. Gross. You didn't like that, did you? It's all right. Uh, what else? Speaking of Henry Cavill, I was so sad to see him leave as Superman, but then they announced he's going to get to be part of a Warhammer 40,000 series at Amazon. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he's so happy. Oh, my God. He's like, I'm such a nerd. I have done The Witcher. I have done DC. Uh, now I get to go do the thing that I can't stop talking about on. <laughs> have you seen all of the interviews that he has talked about? I have not seen all of the interviews, but I'm aware he's like a mega fan. It's so funny to see people like Graham Norton and James mm-hmm. Gordon and stuff kind of like try to be like, haha nerd. And he's just like the objectively 10 out of 10 man. <laughs> just being <laughs> that's, like, uh, that's selling it short there. <laughs> like, but it's so much fun. And fuck you for judging me for it. Like he's, he's just he's delightedly, unabashedly excited about the thing, it. and that's so good. He he probably left that interview with James Gunn, and you know he's probably putting on like, man, yeah, no, this is I'm I'm sorry to go. I really have loved this role, but I'm uh, he he's he's British, isn't he? They have a yeah. British accent. I'm so sorry to um to leave this role. I've had really tremendous experiences here, but um I, I can understand that it's best for the the future of the the franchise. Um. Then he left the room and probably clicked his heels. Immediately and called just, Amazon. Started, started just like he's like, I'm gonna go home and paint my minifigs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a man. Uh. Um, I don't. What other news has there been? 
So we got a trailer. A game news happened. Yep. Uh, game game of the year. Game awards. Uh, have you seen anything about the awards and stuff that have happened? No. Uh, one I'm of the funny now, things, but I still don't care. One of the funny things that happened is something similar to what happens at the Oscars all the time, where mm-hmm. uh, uh, God of War Ragnarok mm-hmm. got best actor, best supporting actor, best uh, sound. Best narrative, best visuals, like best mechanics, best story, best God, you name it, like mm-hmm. so many best things. And then uh, Game of the Year was given to Elden Ring and everyone's like, how do you have all of the pieces of the best game and not <laughs> give it to that? It's kind of like what happens with the Oscar sometimes where it yeah. sweeps in all the other ones, yeah. but not best picture. Yeah. Mad Max um, Fury Road. Anyone? Yeah. And I think it's just because like the like there are other parts of it that are not as good mm-hmm. enough to where like on average Elden Ring is a little better. Yeah. But also it could just be that like Elden Ring deserves at least something mm-hmm. and that kind of trivializes the best picture slash game of the year award a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't like that being the calculation. Um I also don't care because it's video games. Who cares? Stupid yeah. nerd. <laughs> uh Get got, ready for get ready for next week and what you've been up to when I just obsessively talk about Hollow Knight for a while. Yeah. <laughs> uh we've got some new things coming out of the Game Awards. First of all, I think I don't know if I talked about this last year. Dead Island 2 got an actual mm-hmm. showcase. Yep. Thank God I've been waiting for that. It's been in limbo for ten years. Mm-hmm. Um we have uh uh oh god so many we've got a hellboy game coming out we've got more stuff for uh suicide squad killed the justice league mm-hmm. um i think that's pretty much the big ones that i wanted to talk about because game awards isn't really like e3 it's not really the announcement right. of games a whole lot but like some people try to some studios like to talk about it there mm-hmm. um i'm really sick of because every time game awards stuff happens you always start getting the todd howard uh interviews about the next elder scrolls and where that's happening of course uh and so we got a huge week-long uh made the news uh the press circuit uh every news every news platform had a headline about uh that todd howard knows what the opening is gonna be for elder scrolls 6 that's wow yeah thrilling great and then when you read it it's just like yeah, uh, we knew that the opening was, like, really iconic with Elder Scrolls V, and so we wanted to focus really hard on, like, making sure that, like, the opening is, like, it captures your attention and stuff, so... Sounds like a great way to make a bad opening. I'm... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so sick. Honestly, like, I'm fine with not getting Elder Scrolls Six for another five years. I'm sick of the news people finding any tiny little scrap about it. I can't wait till they, like... I, I'd sympathize, but winds of winter. Yeah. This has been my life for the I, past I feel it. seven years. I feel it. Yeah. So they need to shut up about it. I think that's pretty much all I've got when it comes to news, unless I'm forgetting important news things, which I probably am, but also I've got to go punch a dough down. Entirely plausible. Let's see. Let me take a quick flip through and see if I've got anything else pulled up here. Okay. Oh, uh, Dwarf Fortress has released a uh, sort of up, uh, updated reskinned version. Um, are you familiar with Dwarf Fortress Mm-mm. at all? It was a really popular game like 20 years ago. Um, it was mostly just text, text-based, but there's okay. like it has little tiles and you 
Um, it's sort of like city, city skylines. You build your little dwarf fortress. And oh, the dwarfs nice. go in and they they mine for things and there's particular monsters you have to deal with mm-hmm. and you can tell them to do specific things and tell them to wash their socks and stuff. Um, and it is apparently legendarily difficult. Oh, okay. Just like insanely hard to play because one thing, it's largely text-based. All right. And there's all these intricate mechanics that aren't super well explained and um, basically you die all the time mm. um the the unofficial motto of the dwarf fortress community is uh losing is fun okay so that tells you anything about it but they released a sort of updated version that's a little more user-friendly um it it's the same game it maintains the same level of complexity from what i understand mm-hmm. i've never played it i'm a little intimidated to try um i'm also not a gamer yes i am you're becoming a gamer. I'm becoming a gamer. And I love it. I can't wait till you're actually interested in talking about the game awards and like E3 and stuff. Uh, that'd be great. Be day. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, this new version came out. Um, uh, any guess what IGN rated it? Uh, 10 out of 10. Yep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I kind of want you to get into it because I want. You want to know. I, I want to know what it's like, but I also don't want to do it myself. All right. And I think it would be right up your alley. Okay. Might so, give it a shot. Might check it out. Yeah. Dwar- so it's Dwarven Forge? No. Dwar- Dwarf Fortress. Dwarf Fortress. Because Dwarven Forge is a D&D mm. map, battle map <laughs> thing. So, <laughs> uh, Dwarf Fortress. Okay. I'll see if I can... Yeah. Is it on Steam? I think so. Okay. Cool. Yep. All, all right. right. Anything think, else? Think shall we? I think that's all I got. We shall. Thanks everyone for listening. You can find us on... Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Podbean, and other places also. Check us out on TikTok at JusticeLosersPod. We also have a Gmail, JusticeLosersPod at gmail.com, where, I don't know, pitch me a Bionicle video game. That sounds fun. <laughs> My first ever video game was a little Bionicle game for Game Boy Advance. It was nice. It was a good time. Normal. Let's see. Uh, yeah, look forward to next week. I'm going to talk about Hollow Knight a little bit. It's going to be a good time. I've got a lot to talk about next week. Good. I've been up to a lot of things. Good. Delightful. I'm excited for one of them. I have a couple other things, but good. I, mean, I like being excited about things. We have Facebook, Twitter at Justice Losers Pod, Instagram at Justice Losers Pod, but only sort of on all those. They exist. You can find them. Uh, I think that's everything I'm supposed to have said. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.